This is District Sentinel Radio. It's the newscast of record for the left. I am Sam Sachs. I am Sam Knight. We're broadcasting out of Washington, D.C. Check out the website, districtsentinel.com. Brand new week and some breaking news, Sam. We've got water on the moon. There is water on the moon. NASA saying this is a big deal because should we ever return to the moon and maybe set up some bases or something or use it as a launch pad to other places, you've got water on the moon. You don't need to take the water with you. So that's a... that's a good thing, I guess. And I'm sure that supply of water is inexhaustible. <laughs> uh, it is until Nestle gets its hands on it and um, starts selling bottles at $300 a pop to rich people here amid the, amid the water wars while we're all dehydrated. I just want to preempt you if you are a science nerd and you think you're uh gonna make some hit by doing a parody of uh to commemorate this news story to the uh, song walking on the moon by the police and i'm just telling you right now don't do it <laughs> do you would you drink the the moon water sam oh yeah wouldn't you oh absolutely absolutely I think we should all have rights to the moon water. It should be free and we should all be able to drink the moon water. But uh, probably won't work out that way. You'll probably have to go to the moon to drink the moon water. And I don't see I don't see them sending me to the moon anytime. Although the moon might be one of the few places at this point where you're not going to get COVID. Well, I guess there's a lot of places around the world where you're not going to get COVID. Just in the U.S. where everybody's fucking getting it nowadays. Breaking new records this weekend for most covid infections per day we're into the third wave of the first wave that never ended just send me to the moon <laughs> i want to go to the damn moon i know people are like ah the moon's wasteful we need to worry about you know making sure everybody has health care in the u.s that we lift people out of poverty you know, let's let's ensure that everybody has access to high-speed internet before start thinking about going to the moon and i'm just like why not both we can do both i know it's expensive to go to the moon but money isn't real we can just do both things yeah you can do both and not only that they're perfectly complementary with each other yeah i mean we as a society uh manage to cause uh, the progression of technology by simply by exploring space yeah and that has very practical and uh real uh consequences positive consequences uh, when you're talking about people's material well-being so definitely both money is fake uh let's do it let's do it let's get a glass of moon water it's monday october 26th 2020 here's the news the Senate is expected to confirm Amy Coney Barrett to the Supreme Court tonight, five weeks after the death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and House Speaker Nancy Pelosi declaring this on ABC News. Well, we have our options. We have arrows in our quiver that I'm not about to discuss right now. 
She wasn't about to discuss the options because she had no intention of using them, but they definitely existed. As we have noted over and over again, the House could have passed various privileged resolutions or impeached various officials to clog up the Senate's calendar by forcing it to deal with matters kicked over to them by the House. And it's worth repeating because now Barrett looks set to be sworn in as a Supreme Court justice with only one week before the election. Over the weekend, the Republican Party in Pennsylvania filed a petition with the Supreme Court asking it to reconsider a three-day extension for the mail-in ballot deadline. This comes days after the court declined to strike down the extension by one vote. SCOTUS blog is reporting that Barrett could rule on the Pennsylvania case if she's sworn in later today, also on election rules in two other pivotal states, North Carolina and Wisconsin. If Republicans' attempts to suppress the vote in these states are upheld by the court and Trump wins these states, Democrats will only have themselves and Nancy Pelosi to blame. But even if Democrats win in a landslide, the fact that we're talking about this possibility is an absolute embarrassment. They only had to obstruct Republicans for a single miserable week. Despite this, Pelosi decided Sunday was a good day to announce that she's going to be running for speaker again next year if Democrats hold control of the House, probably because the Democratic Party is the party of simpering weenies, refusing to stand up to bile-spewing reactionaries, is a virtue to Democrats. Pelosi is their natural leader. Almost a week to go until that election, and the plot to it at least send armed mercenaries to intimidate voters at Minnesota polling places has been foiled for now. In response to an investigation launched by Minnesota Attorney General Keith Ellison in a lawsuit brought by the state chapters of the League of Women Voters and CARE, the Council on American-Islamic Relations, the private security firm Atlas Aegis announced that it is backing off its plan to dispatch former Special Forces troops to election centers. In addition, the company announced it wouldn't conduct any operations in the state until 2022. Minnesota Solicitor General broke the news on Friday in what's called an assurance of discontinuance that was filed in court. The details around who exactly hired Atlas Aegis remain murky. The company claims only that it was hired by a separate private security firm in Minnesota, but did not disclose the name. Although the company's chairman, gave several explosive interviews earlier this month discussing his company's plan to patrol polling places against Antifas. It's more than one Antifa, plural Antifas. In the court filing on Friday, the company's CEO claimed that information was incorrect and that mercenaries would only protect private businesses on Election Day and for weeks afterward, that they wouldn't go near polling places. As part of the settlement, the company is required to admit that its prior job postings recruiting as part of the settlement the company is required to admit that its prior job postings recruiting former special forces to explicitly guard election centers was inappropriate and that it had no intention of intimidating voters honestly a pretty cuck move by a big bad security firm trying to recruit former special forces they pretty much backed down immediately at the prospect of having to disclose their clients and face any action in court. The Trump administration is upping the cruelty on Cuba with eight days before the U.S. presidential election and Florida up for grabs. 
New rules set to be published in tomorrow's Federal Register will disrupt the flow of money to Cubans from their relatives and friends in the United States. The Treasury Department says the rule is needed to wrest control of remittances from the Cuban government. One company with connections to the Cuban military currently transmits all money sent to Cuba through Western Union, according to the Miami Herald. If I were the U.S. government and I wanted the Cuban government to drop the siege mentality, speaking hypothetically here, I would just simply stop trying to overthrow it. Cuba's foreign minister, Bruno Rodriguez, called the United States, quote, a criminal government, denouncing its restrictions on contacts, communications, and mutual aid between families in both countries. The new rules on remittances are set to take effect in 30 days. Western Union told the Herald that it was looking for more clarity about what the rule actually means. Finally, a glimpse into how terrible our privatized healthcare system is compared to Medicare. The Government Accountability Office released a new report on Monday finding that the cost of anesthesiology for individuals with private health insurance is more than three times the cost compared to Medicare. The watchdog cited three separate studies finding that on average, private insurers paid 3.5 times more for anesthesiology than Medicare did, and that number is growing. A similar study conducted in 2004 pegged it at only three times more expensive. Unlike with Medicare, where a government agency is able to set the price for certain procedures like anesthesiology, private insurers, including some of the largest in the country, have to negotiate prices with medical providers and as a result of heavy concentration in that market, GAO found that providers have a much stronger hand in those negotiations, leading to increased prices that private insurers have to pay. Study also disputed a right-wing myth that claims that lower Medicare reimbursement rates will lead to a shortage of medical providers. According to the research, the number of anesthesiologists providing services through Medicare actually increased over the last decade. The government reported 201 anesthesia providers per 100,000 beneficiaries in 2010. In 2018, that number increased to about 234 anesthesia providers per 100,000 beneficiaries. So we can mark this as reason number 9,683 for why we need to move to Medicare for all and burn the private health insurance industry to the ground. All right, that'll conclude the newscast for today. You can hear that music, which means it's time to move on to the poetry portion of the show where we read haiku for all our new subscribers at Patreon, patreon.com slash district sentinel. Five bucks a month, you get your own poem, you get access to all our bonus content, and you get a free month subscription to Means TV where you can catch Sam and I every Thursday morning on Means Morning News. I'll go first. This this haiku goes out to Jody. No better feeling than finishing laundry and purchasing more weed. Thank you, Jody. This is for Lindsay. Reach in the quiver to grab my sharpest arrow Oh no, a sandwich. Hmm. Yeah, that's not such a bad thing. You can eat the sandwich. I know you like sandwiches. It's true. Thank you, Lindsay. Not a bad consolation prize. No, I guess not. I mean, we get the Supreme Court justice for life, but you get a nice sandwich. 
All right, uh, finally, this goes out to uh, just the uh, paragraph symbol. Whoever signed up under the name of the paragraph symbol. It's the subscriber that is formerly known as the Pill Crow. Thank you. Thank you, paragraph symbol. Yes, thank you, paragraph symbol, and thank you to all the new subscribers. That's patreon.com slash district sentinel. That's the show. We'll be back tomorrow with a brand new newscast. We're here in DC, so you don't have to be.